Today's New Testament reading is from Romans, the second chapter. But if you call yourself a Jew and rely on the law and boast in God and know his will and approve what is excellent because you are instructed from the law, and if you are sure that you yourself are a guide to the blind, a light to those who are in darkness, an instructor of the foolish, a teacher of children, having in the law the embodiment of knowledge and truth, you then who teach others, do you not teach yourself? While you preach against stealing, do you steal? You who say that one must not commit adultery, do you commit adultery? You who abhor idols, do you rob temples? You who boast in the law dishonor God by breaking the law. For as it is written, the name of God is blasphemed among the Gentiles because of you. For circumcision indeed is of value if you obey the law. But if you break the law, your circumcision becomes uncircumcision. So if a man who is uncircumcised keeps the precepts of the law, will not his uncircumcision be regarded as circumcision? Then he who is physically uncircumcised, but keeps the law, will condemn you, who have the written code and circumcision, but break the law. For no one is a Jew who is merely one outwardly, nor is circumcision outward and physical. But a Jew is one inwardly, and circumcision is a matter of the heart, by the spirit, not by the letter. His praise is not from man, but from God. This is the word of the Lord. For today's meditation on God's word, we welcome Pastor Thomas Christ, St. Paul is continuing here to build his case. He's really driving toward two major points in the upcoming chapter 3. First is that all men, Jews and Gentiles alike, are sinners under God's law. And the second, that God manifests a righteousness by faith in Christ apart from that law. Indeed, these two key points are the heart of the book of Romans, and we would argue even of all Holy Scripture. But in building this case, Paul needs first to take away some excuses. He's busy here in today's text, chapter 2, verses 17 through 29, pulling the rug out from under some Jews who might rely on an outward observance of the law. Then, as now, some boast that they have kept the law. Some brag about their high moral standards. Some sit on a high horse of self-righteousness in order to cast aspersions on all the others that they imagine are below them in moral ranking. Maybe you even know someone who fits this description. For the Jews at the receiving end of Paul's accusation here, it was especially bad, for they had the law of God. They had the Ten Commandments, the law of Moses. They had the writings of the prophets and all of the trappings of being God's chosen people for some 2,000 years. They were rightly supposed to be a guide to the blind, a light to those who are in darkness, an instructor of the foolish, and a teacher of children. And what of that Jewish law? Well, in particular, Paul here is breaking down a trust in one's circumcision. And that is, of course, the chief outward distinction between a Jew and a Gentile. Paul dismisses this as an outward, but not an inner keeping of the law. Keeping the letter of the law, that is, the outward trappings of the law, is of no value if one breaks the law in other ways. For there's always some outward hypocrisy, isn't there? You who boast in the law dishonor God by breaking the law. 
and by this Paul means especially as a matter of the heart. Paul certainly knew that of which he spoke. He was raised as a Jew, after all, and a Pharisee among Pharisees, zealous for the faith to the point of even persecuting Christians. He must have known that law inside and out. He must have thought that he had it made in the shade. He could have bragged and boasted with the best of them until, on the road to Damascus, Jesus knocked him off that high horse. Now the supposed guide to the blind was struck blind, and only after coming to faith could he see and only in that faith could he see how blind he had truly been. And now here's the application for you, dear Christian. Don't rely on your own keeping of the law either. Don't think that because you're a churchgoer, or you read your Bible, or you listen to KFUO radio, that you are in a position to boast. Even if everyone you know thinks that you are a paragon of moral virtue, God knows the heart. He knows the secrets of all men. He knows how you stand with the law. And it ain't pretty. The rug is out from under you, too. The law takes no prisoners. But thanks be to God, we have a circumcision of the heart called baptism. And this, not an outward work, but a very inward working of God, by which we are killed and made alive in Jesus Christ, by which God creates in me and in you a clean heart, and wherein he renews a right spirit within us. So trust not in the outward works of the law, your works. Trust in the work of God, in the perfect life and the saving death of Christ. And trust in the righteousness that he works in you, by faith, for Jesus' sake. Amen.